Hello, my name is Jim, and this is Baby Boomer Tales. Thank you for riding along today. Now, I'm not a fast driver, but I usually get to where I'm going. So sit back and relax a spell. I hope you have fun. When I was a boy in my little hometown up there in north central Colorado Rocky Mountains, that little town that stood 8,000 feet above sea level, one evening we gathered at Grandma and Grandpa's house and had a family picture. There was Grandma and Grandpa, my mom and dad and all us kids, my Aunt Betty and Uncle Sam and their kids, my Uncle Jim and Aunt Donna and their kids, my Uncle Cliff and Aunt Jerry and their kids, my Uncle Dick and Aunt Evelyn and their kids, and my Aunt Connie, who was five months younger than me. Connie and I sat on the sofa with Grandma and Grandpa there, and all my aunts and uncles and parents and siblings and cousins gathered around. It took about the whole living room there. And the photographer probably said, say cheese, be still, stop crying, let's get this picture taken. And click, we had a family portrait that hung above that couch where we sat for until I think my grandma moved out of that house years and years later. When I was about 30, I had two little girls by then, and we had a family reunion at the most western Denver suburb, and all kinds of family was there. All those cousins I was telling you about, most of my aunts and uncles still. My grandma was still alive and she was there. There were cousins of cousins that were there, and there had to be 80 or 90 people, I would think. I don't know, but I saw people I hadn't seen since I was a kid. They came from all over Wyoming and a town about 90 miles to the west of my little hometown. And the foothills on the eastern side of the Rocky Mountains there, along the Front Range, Denver, and north. And it was a great time and a big time. One thing I remember about that, it was right at a park in that suburb, and there's a swimming pool with a high dive. Later in the afternoon, Kim and I, and my brother-in-law, Alan, went over to that pool, and we were diving off the high dive and having fun, and kind of forgot all about the family reunion. But that is a very memorable thing, that, that swimming pool. About 10 years ago, there's a family reunion, and it was on the Front Range up north of Denver. And there again, there were so many people there that I hadn't seen. And looking back, a few of them I've never seen again. They've grown old and died. Or something, you know. It's my most memorable of the three, I do believe. Probably because it was later in my life. And also because I had gained some years on myself and my perspective of family had definitely changed and it was good for me to see those people and talk with them and catch up with them and look at them and know that this time is special.
Our song of the week this week is Drift Away by Dobie Gray. Written by Mortar Williams, in 1973, it reached number five on the Billboard Hot 100 charts and earned a gold record. Others that covered this great song are Michael Bolton, Roy Orbison, Ike and Tina Turner, Jackie DeShannon, Rod Stewart, Waylon Jennings, Ray Charles, The Rolling Stones, Bruce Springsteen, Ringo Starr with Tom Petty and Alanis Morissette, Give Me the Beat Boys and Free My Soul, I Wanna Get Lost in Your Rock and Roll. About three weeks ago, we went on a vacation trip to Colorado. We drove to my daughter Allie's house, which now is about 12 hours. In fact, I time it. Wife's car has a timer in it, tells you how many hours you're driving. But it took us exactly 12 hours to get from our house to her house, just within minutes of 12 hours. We spent a few days there. Two of her children were off on a mission trip. A couple more were still at the house, what she called the littles the two youngest ones, and we had a good time. And then Kim and I took off for my hometown, which is about three hours to the north where my daughter lives these days. And we drove through the beautiful mountains, clear up, kept climbing and climbing, because where she lives was about 2,000 feet lower than my hometown. And on the way, you know what, I've got a correct that instead of going back and re-recording that i took off for the mountains by myself and my wife and daughter and her family followed later in the afternoon i wanted to go early so when i got to my home county i could take some pictures of places and kind of take my time and explore a little remember some stuff basically i told myself it was for this podcast to kind of jumpstart my brain. I felt like I had gotten kind of in a rut where I couldn't remember some stuff. But as I was taking pictures, and I started taking pictures as soon as I entered the county, and I started to formulate a little plan that maybe I could do a video show of this trip in the county. And so I'll try to put that together, putting a slideshow video together with the podcast included on it is a lot more work than sitting here doing an audio podcast, obviously. I have to edit pictures besides edit sound, and it does turn into a lot of work, and I've done several of those. You can find them either on our Facebook page or what's easier is on our YouTube channel. But so I stopped in the little town I was born in to start with. Took some pictures of the fairgrounds and where the hospital used to be and of the Statue of Liberty, etc., etc. Started following the Colorado River and took some pictures of the river and the canyon had to go through and then stopped in the hot springs town and took some pictures there. Finally ended up in my hometown and went past the folks old house, my old house, Went up and down Main Street, clicking pictures of things. Stores that I used to know that maybe the building's there, but the store is no longer there. Went up to the cemetery and spoke with my folks. 
And the reason I went up to that town is we're having a family reunion. This time it was the family of my mom and dad, all of us kids and our kids and our grandchildren. And we were going to have it at the old ranch house that I've spoken about several times that we used to spend our summers and our Christmas vacations at. But they wanted some kind of situation where it wouldn't accommodate all of us. So we went up to the ski area resort there right outside of town and had it. The way this came about is my sister said to her daughter that she would like to have this. And I'm not going to name too many names besides my siblings, but my sister's daughter is named Casey. And Casey put this all together. It was a wonderful weekend. Around four in the afternoon when we could check in, we all gathered and ate dinner together and got to see people I hadn't seen in very many years. My brother John, who I hadn't seen in I don't know how many years. My sister, both of their families, their kids, their grandkids. My brother Don was there. Actually, I saw him at a McDonald's. I had to eat something for lunch, and I couldn't find a Dairy King in the whole county. Remember Dairy Kings? Not Dairy Queen, but Dairy King, a little soft-serve ice cream place, a single building, and you could stop, maybe get a burger and fries also, milkshake, all that stuff. There was one in every town in my home county when I was growing up, and even Right up to the time that we moved away from there in the late 80s, there's not one of those suckers anywhere now. They're all gone. So I ended up at a McDonald's, which there was no McDonald's in that town when I was growing up, but now there is. And there is my brother Don sitting there. So we sat and had a hamburger and told Don I had to get some more stuff done before 4 o'clock check-in at the resort. So I went and saw my Aunt Connie. And she always blesses me. We're five months apart, raised like brother and sister. And I have a bond with her that is like with nobody else on earth. We sat and we talked, laughed, told some stories. She corrected me on some of my memories. Because you know, all these stories are just my memory. Just how I remember it. And I always appreciate when somebody says, well, I remember it this way. Well, she proved a couple things out to me. <laughs> that was great. I love that. Memory's a funny thing. But memories are a special thing. So we went to the resort, as I said, and had dinner after we checked in. And then went down to the pool area. And there was an area down right off of there that you could have a bonfire every night. And there was a bonfire every night. And we did that the two nights we were there. And that was a very, very special time to me where there was no agenda. We just talked with whoever we were sitting by. My time has flown. All those little nieces and nephews are grown with families of their own. I can't even begin to tell you how that reunion touched my heart. Maybe because I feel that you never know what a day will bring. So you have to enjoy and appreciate what you have and where you're having it and who you're enjoying that day with. And I was blessed by my family. When the time to go came, I handed out my Baby Boomer Tales business card to all that I could find. You know, 
funny to watch how people react to that. And Kim and I took off going back to my daughter's alley's home a different way. So we went over a mountain pass and down through some major tunnels to get back to Allie's home. That hometown of mine has changed so much, and I heard it had, but really in a lot of ways I didn't even recognize it. I didn't see anybody I knew, which is a first for me. I used to at least see somebody I knew when I was in town because I went up and down Main Street. I guess that old saying, you can't go home again, is very, very true. One of the few people I know that even lived there was Connie, but there's others, there's others. And if I'd had more time, I would have looked some of my friends up. As we left my hometown, we drove through the ski resort up 20 miles from my hometown. There's a little ski resort right at my hometown, but there is a major ski resort 20 miles away and spent a little time there, and it had not changed as much as my hometown had, which in my head, it felt like it should be different. We went to the lake town for dinner the second night, and that had changed somewhat, but it is still a small village with boardwalks, sidewalks, and just two sleepy lanes down the middle of their main street. And it's always busy in the summer with tourists. And the lake's always there, cold and still. And I remember the old Indian legend and why we call it the Spirit Lake. But the only person I saw that I knew there, besides family, was a lady that owned the place where we gathered the restaurant. It's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. It's the first time I ever went up in that county and didn't see someone I knew. Time changes everything, even us. So we made it back to my daughter's and we spent another four days there. So I think I spent a total of seven days. I'm sure they were very tired of me by the time we headed back for home. But 12 hours away is a long ways away from your daughter and her husband and her children. On the way home, though, we were very tired, very tired. It's a long trip. It's a fulfilling trip. It's funny, up there in the mountains, you see Range Rovers and Blazers and Jeeps and pickup trucks. We're driving home. The closer we got to Kansas City, started seeing Mercedes and BMWs and Jaguars and muscle cars. And speaking of muscle cars, I passed a car and it said Mustang on it. And it did not look like a Mustang at all. I mean, it looked like the runt of the litter or something. And I thought, are they making Mustangs like this? What happened to the old muscle car? And I was shaking my head thinking, what has the world come to? And all of a sudden, this black Mustang passed me on the highway there. It was totally black, and it was the prettiest car I'd seen on the whole trip. It was a muscle car. I don't even know why I'm talking about that. It was such a contrast, though, between a car that was probably a 2023. What has Ford done to that car? And a car that was two or three years old made the way a Mustang should be. Well, we got back home, and that cool, dry air of the mountains was replaced by hot, 
humid air here in the Midwest. I was surprised. It had been a couple weeks since I'd mowed my lawn, and in places it was a foot tall. So yesterday, the day after we got back, I mowed grass. Welcome to the jungle. It's green as an emerald here. Flowers are blooming like crazy. I love my home, but there'll never be a place like my little home county. Thank you, John and Don and Janice, for helping us keep the specialness of family alive. I love you all, and Connie, I love you too. Wake up each morning and realize how blessed you really are, and always be kind. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.